Welcome to episode 40. Hey everyone, this is Bootstrapping SaaS, my journey to 10K in MRR with Claritask.com. A quick shout out to my Patreon supporters, Jace Richardson with RepoGuard.com, Flamur Mavrai with Orneo.no, Merod Movahedi with Zebel.co, Valium Badivuku and Zoliveris. Thank you guys. If you want to support this podcast, you can do so by going to patreon.com forward slash bootsass. It helps me run this podcast and pay off a few expenses of Claritask, the product. And if you have a team that can use claritask.com, sign up and receive 20% off the first three months just for being a listener to this show. So welcome everyone. This is the big episode 40, a milestone, um, more than a year later. I'm currently listening to Hernandez Gutierrez. It's a band. Um, I want to think it's from Mexico. I'm not really sure. Um, I just found out about them through uh, Corey Gwynn, my friend who was on um, on this podcast last episode. So thanks, man. Um, the album that I really like, I think it's their latest one from last year. It's... Um, it's called Hoy Como Ayer, uh, to die today like yesterday. That's what it means. Um, so what's happening? Um, I want to treat Claritask as a side project. Um, I already started feeling like that, and um, it already feels like a um, good decision. Uh, because I was forced to start taking on client work because Claritask's MRR is not generating enough revenue to sustain itself or me or my family. So I have started taking on some uh, client projects. I have this really cool project with a um, documentary film festival and I'm building, rebuilding their entire website. They have so much material and, um, <coughs> excuse me, it's really fun to work with all they have. They are on their 18th year, and they're actually from my hometown. It's a, it's a pretty big documentary film festival in Europe. And the cool thing about it is that most of their venues are uh, outdoors, so it's held during the summer. I'm not sure what's going to happen this summer with um, with the virus going on. I think they're, they're going to have a limited amount of number of people that can attend and watch those films, but uh, the town that I'm from, it's a very tiny town, not that tiny, it's about 150,000 people, and it has a river going through it, so a lot of the cinemas where they show the movies are sort of makeshift cinemas, and some of them are on the castle, on this medieval castle, up on top of the mountain, uh, top of the hill, mountain, and then on top of the river, and all these really cool places, so it's really nice. Um, it's a really chill kind of city where I grew up, and people are very kind and very easygoing. So uh, the name of the festival is Doku Fest, D-O-K-U Fest. So Documentary Film Festival. It's really cool. Anyway, I'm working that on that. And um, the decision to treat Claritask as a side project, uh, it came from necessity um, I haven't stopped serving it or uh, keeping it alive uh, still offering it to people they're still paying clients I just got a new client last week 
but just the feeling on being on it as a side project it feels a little bit more like a success because it's generating at least a decent vacation for my family for the year while I am getting paid from consultancy work on the side um, working on Claritask has taught me a lot of things technically uh, I started to code from scratch. I learned how to code, so now I'm more versatile. When I take on client projects, I can do a lot of parts of the project on my own, which is really cool for the client as well. So they don't have to pay a big team; they can pay me, and I can I can get their job done. I have a, a BA in design, so that's what I did before coding. I designed websites, so I sort of put together both of these worlds: design and and programming for web. Um, which I really love doing, but it never really paid that much of my bills, even though it, it got me... Actually, I should correct myself. It did pay my bills. It gave me a really good life before starting making pro products. But the reason I went into doing products was because I wanted to, to, uh, to build something that creates value over time, and then potentially I can sell it, and then retire early, and then do something else with that money. So that's actually where... The idea behind uh, building products came from, and also uh, not wanting to work eight, nine, ten hours per day every day because coding and designing all day every day it burns you out after after a while. So, um, with that said, uh, treating Claritask as a side project, it's a little bit more f fulfilling. Um, I'm not so sure what will happen. Uh, next with it um, I won't do any new features like big features I will do improvements I just did an improvement on a current feature which my highest paying client has been asking for for quite some time something to do with timesheet reports where they get to see all their timesheets across workspaces because now they had to go from workspace to workspace and that was a real drag for them so I did that uh, but I have some some ideas that I had on building new features, I really have to postpone them because I technically don't have the time. Um, client work is very draining. One downside of one good side of client work is that you get paid, you know, as you as you deliver. One bad side is that that money disappears uh, pretty quickly in bills, etc. So it's not some a lot of it that I can save on the side, especially now. Uh, where I have to clear a lot of debt that I accumulated uh, from focusing on Claritask, which um, on hindsight, uh, it, it feels premature. Um, I ran a poll a couple of weeks ago asking people, and I think a lot of people replied, asking people when they did quit their day job and focused on, on their SaaS or at what point would they quit if they were to focus on their SaaS. And I had three choices. First choice was replacing 100% of their revenue, of their income, 50%, and then less than 50%, something along those lines. So a lot of the votes were along the 50% mark. And when I focused on Claritask, like Claritask wasn't even doing 10% of my my income or like my necessity sort of um, necessary income that I need month to month to support my family, um, the basics. So it was about 10% at that. So, you know, focusing at that point is really bad for the product uh, before it being bad for myself because a lot of decisions that you make, and I've done this twice, the, 
you know, first time it wasn't a mistake. So it, was, it wasn't a mistake. It was a lesson. The second time around, it was a mistake because I started doing um, a lot of things ad hoc and just making decisions that are that are not that great about you know about clear tasks. So now that I have some money rolling in from client work, I am a little bit more calm about clarity task and what I want to do with it. Uh, so I spoke to my friend, our friend Justin, who runs Transistor FM, and a lot of things that he said about him running Transistor and how Transistor is on a market that is um, on an upswing is really important for a product, especially in a market that is just picking up um, with quite some speed. And here I am with the project management tool uh, and a lot of competition out there. So people have a lot of choices. Um, yes, I don't need that many clients to sustain. But in SaaS, even though like in recent years, this is not maybe true entirely, but winner does take all. And there's a couple of winners in project management industry, not just from the product perspective. You can have the best product in the world, but then... They have brand and they have more more value in that sense and short of competing with them. So that's really tough. I'm not trying to find excuses. Maybe I am. I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's really tough in that sense, you know, getting more clients through the door. Um, I also spoke to my friend Helen Riles, who's also a product maker. Uh, she's also into the no-code uh, space. Um, and I was talking to her about ClariTask and my sort of uh, plans ahead with it, non-plans with it. And one thing, as we were talking about, a lot of things that Helen uh, sort of um, suggested was that I could honestly do uh, a lot more into uh, outreach uh, without having to touch a lot of uh, ClariTask. So, in other words... Um, while I'm going to stop with building new features around it, uh, what I'm going to do at least like half an hour, an hour a day, just reach out to different publications, bloggers, affiliate marketers, etc., and just to get some backlinks and feature clarity tasks in their articles, or maybe a full interview, or maybe me getting on some podcasts, etc., just to get some more people on top of the funnel, uh, just so I have more visits into the website. And I've never really done any stress test to clarity task. I've never had it. Uh, shown to a big group of people uh, so I've never sort of opened up the floodgates and have a, a huge amount of people come into Claritask uh, register potentially pay request features and talk to me etc and uh, I really want to try that um, sometimes it reminds me that I was um, I have opened up a store and I've just invited few people just, you know, for the reason of not getting my feelings hurt. Like it's a new restaurant. I have all these new dishes that I'm, I'm trying to, to serve to people. But I'm afraid that if a lot of people come in, then I might be, you know, my feelings may be hurt, etc. And one strategy I've used uh, uh, in the past, especially when I was doing some cold email marketing, uh, I treated ClarityTask as I was hired by ClarityTask, so it's not mine in a way. Uh, sort of, I'm working for Claritas. So if somebody gives me a negative feedback, I'll just say, oh, okay, I'll, I'll just pass it on to, you know, developers or or makers of it. So this way, you know, I, I take myself 
apart from it because it's it's really tricky, especially for me, to um, put it out there, have people just you know um, torch it. <laughs> that would feel it wouldn't feel that great. Um, I've grown a thicker skin over the years, but deep down, um, having people just you know um, if they don't like the product, uh, it's gonna hurt. You know, uh, I mean, it happens with anyone, even like the the most famous artists that produce albums year in and year out. You know, they produce something bad. People come after them and it's definitely going to sting, even though they make millions still selling it, you know. So, yeah, um, I'm going to try to stress test it, probably post it on um, uh, Better List, maybe Product Hunt, but I, I don't really have a lot of time. I maybe have like an hour a day or maybe a couple hours a week. Uh, to really do something around it. Uh, the work that I'm doing for clients is very demanding. Um, not that they're pressuring me or anything, but I really have to de be on top of it and deliver really good quality. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens next, but this is something that I've never done to Claritask, but really stress tested with a lot of people coming in. Um, another thing that I've been considering for quite some time is AppSumo. Um, I have fears around it because um, I have a big flood of people who will take on the lifetime deal and if Claritas doesn't grow past that, then I might be stuck in a way with clients, lifetime clients who might want, you know, you know, new features, new updates, etc. And if Claritas doesn't grow, that would get really tricky because I would be on client work. Um, so, yeah, speaking to Justin and Helen this past week um, was really... Uh, eye-opening in both both instances, both things that I should be, you know, on one side, I should be really considering if um, I'm in a market that is really crowded and it's really sell, tough to sell something like this. And then on the other side, just sort of giving Claritask a last chance, even though I don't want to say it, but let's say Claritask doesn't really grow uh, past where it is until the end of year or maybe by November, December, it's not at 1,000 MRR, then it's going to be really tricky to uh, really be on it. Um, I might start sunsetting it at that point. That would feel really bad, but um, I really have to focus on on providing for my family. Um, and uh, on another note, you know, treating it as a side project, it just removes a little bit of pressure off of it, off of myself. And just... Focus maybe on what works and tiny little wins and tiny little things that I can do here and there and not be on top of it every week. Um, so, yeah, that's that's pretty much it, what's going on with Claritask. Uh, one good thing is that current clients are very happy. Uh, one thing that I keep mentioning to friends that I'm talking to is that uh, uh, people that are using it right now, paid clients, are they either my direct contacts or they are contacts of my contacts. So... I haven't had um, people that have never heard about me stay for longer than two, three months. Uh, two clients that I had that came uh, from just recently knowing about Claritask or about me, they churned after two, three months, and that didn't feel that good. Made me doubt a lot of things and just question if the current clients that are using Claritask, you know, do they really like uh, Claritask because I build it or it's really solving a, a problem for them. So, um uh, yeah, I have to really consider these things. But for the time being, I'm going to be working on consultancy work, focus a few hours a week on Claritask, try to 
maybe outreach to a couple of outlets, blogs, affiliate marketers, um, some maybe established uh, outlets like Forbes, Inc., etc., and just see if I can get clarity task at least in those lists, like you know, top ten, top fifteen tools for twenty twenty, etc. You know, I could do I could do that. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it uh, for this for this week. Uh, another quick side note I wanted to uh, to mention is that I'll, recently I'm talking to a lot of people who want to start a, start a podcast, and most of them are, are saying, "Oh, you're so natural at it. You have a lot to say, etc." And honestly, I I don't. But you know, when you do an episode or a couple episodes, sort of things uh, come back to you. Like somebody replies about something. Or something happens during the week and then sort of gives you more material to talk about. So if you're on the fence about starting a podcast, um, I think you should. If you're working on something that you really have an opinion about and you have something to say, like you really should do it because maybe at the first episode you could, you know, maybe struggle finding some material. But it's like blogging, like you blog something, you share it, and then somebody replies and it gives you sort of like more... Um, more material to write about something else and uh that's sort of you know snowballs uh after that and uh podcasting for me has created a lot of um a lot of context it's giving it's given me a lot of context into what i'm doing who i am so people resonate better with what i have to say because they sort of put a face and an actual voice behind a twitter account or just some, you know, some avatar that you see online, and that I think is very important. And it's really cool that we have this sort of uh, little unofficial community of, of bootstrapping podcasters, where we listen to each other's shows, and maybe we um, cross-reference some, you know, each other's thoughts, and then build upon that, you know, and say something. Uh, one thing that I really liked. Uh, from uh, last episodes of Art of Podcast is uh, Derek, who's working on a product that uh, I'm not sure if he has mentioned the name. One thing that he said about it, because he's being very secretive about it um, after building a couple of products that didn't make it. Uh, one thing he said, which resonated with me, was that he didn't want to be all out about it in the open because it may make him look flaky in a way that he's switching products if, if if I got it correctly and that's a very very valid point because I've, I've made so many products and especially locally with some of friends like last week I had a friend say oh so what are you doing man like you know are you still doing clarity task are you doing that other product are you doing this are you doing consultancy I don't know what you're doing you're doing so many things and that's uh, not that great, I guess, because then at some point you might, you know, I, you know, people might think that you're not serious about what's happening. But in essence, you're really trying to make it with a product. Like you have this vision about creating a, a sustainable MRR and running a software product company that helps you uh, put more of yourself out there and feed your family and and help others. And the vision doesn't change, but sort of the vehicles and the tools to get there, they do. And sometimes the product does, doesn't work, you know, like if you're pushing it that hard and it's not pulling you, then it's a little troubling, you know, and uh, Clay Task hasn't pulled me that much, uh, not as much as I would want to. Uh, yes, current clients, they ask for things, but I would love to see that growth 
where I'm getting like new people every month, you know, at least like 10 people each month and then just wanting new things and, and just, you know, asking about the product, improving the product, etc. Like that's, that's, that would be growth for me. And that hasn't ap- happened yet with, with Clary Task. I don't know if it ever will. Uh, so I'll, I'll remain to see that. But um, as I said before, I'll, I'll do some outreach. But as far as like building features and being on top of it, I think I'm going to just pause for the moment and focus on, on co- client consultancy work and just try to, to bring more money in and pay some of the debt that I've um, accumulated over the months from focusing on Clary Task. And uh, yeah. So that's that's that for this episode. Thanks for listening and thanks for for supporting me and and just being here. And to a lot of you who are my friends who are listening, uh, you know who you are. Thank you so much for um, your suggestions, your um, your thoughts, and just guiding me. You know because we're on this journey sort of alone, and you know bootstrapping is very hard. So we need that sort of community to to uh keep talking about what we're doing and sort of putting it out there and just just learning in the process and hopefully uh getting to the point that we want so wishing you a great week ahead and i'll talk to you soon